Shit is like jello. So what you gonna do if you fucking see Batman right now, son? Around his mouth, bro. Hey, yo! Hey, what the fuck? Y'all niggas is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna take things slow. Put my mind oh, in cruise control. Aria, get down. <laughs> hey, word on the street, I'm a suspect. suspect. Hanging with the killers in the projects. OG, Bobby, Josh. OG, Bobby, Josh. OG, Bobby, Josh. OG, Bobby, Josh. Wipe a nigga out like an outbreak. Wipe him out. Top of star busting, make the house shake. Fuck nigga sweeter than a pound cake. Yep. Sitting across from me is the boy Dave, and he gets an erection watching Top Chef. <laughs> yeah, across from me is the boy Dav. He can never talk about work again on this podcast. <laughs> and you are locked into the cruise control. <laughs> Yo, it's episode forty-eight. Oh my god, we back, baby! Episode forty-eight. You are locked in. Let me let me let me stop the laughter. You know what? We had a whole week off, so I'm just full of laughter and joy right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, we took a little week off. You know what I'm saying? I was a little twist. Last week, I had a bachelor party to go to. For those who don't know, mm. I had a bachelor party. Came back Sunday. I was tired. I was exhausted. Uh, couldn't really record on Sunday. And then Dave had a work trip that he had to go to. So during the week, we couldn't really sit down and get a day to record. So we had to take a week off. But we here. We back. We live. And we intact. Dave, how you feeling today, bro? Hey, man. I'm chilling. I just want to shout out. Uh-huh. Um, mad people. Mad people. Uh, uh Um... That's it, mad people. <laughs> All right, that's been a and good it, episode forty. <laughs> just mad people. Shout out to y'all. Nah, um, so so let's just get into the episode, Dave. Like we do every week, we like to talk about our our um last week's top five. Our last episode. Our last five, episode right, top right. five. So, so we episode forty seven. We had K. We had K on. That was that was the last in our series, our fan appreciation series. Yep. And shout out to K. Shout out to uh Coon Time. Shout out to Monolith Pod. And shout out to Beans, all four uh, groups that came, or all three people, and then Monolith Pod who came on the the show. We right. love you guys. Thank you guys for having fun with us, joking around with us. Um, but last week was Kay's episode. She debated Dave on the top five dating advice that you can give to a single person. Right. And um, uh, Dave, I, what happened, Pop? Hey yo, Jerry Chestnut, <laughs> I put my fucking dick on your chestnut. What happened, puppy? Is there anything you want to say? <laughs> I lost. Your seven coworkers. We did, lost. Who's we? Because by extension, no. if I lose, the cruise control loses, <laughs> and that's two weeks in a row that we lost. I didn't lose last people week. People that came on the show. I didn't lose. That's nuts. You lost. That's I, bonkers. I said last week I'm staying out of this. I didn't want to be a part of it because I felt I felt her K, K uh, aura Aurora. I felt that she came in with the swagger of a, of a college kid. You know what I'm saying? Like she came in ready to go. She listens to I every. Thought my advice was good, man. She listens I'm to every episode, so she came in with that fire for the top five. She she knew she had to be ready. She wasn't coming here for no tibby tap tackers. Tim. I'm not even gonna lie. What happened, Pop? I feel like everybody got penis envy. <laughs> Freud talks about penis envy. That's where you envy a man. You 
because he got that thing. Well, well, well. And, and for those who don't know, take him on now. All of a sudden, whatever. It was a landslide victory. It like, was this is nuts. All, even your seven coworkers even, voted for got, <laughs> My seven coworkers text me and said we vote for K. I didn't even think I got half a vote. No, well, first off, the boy Jake. I think he love you, bro. Like I think he got a Dave Jake post from Monolith Pod. Jake from Shout Monolith out. Pod. Because his words on Instagram was His exact words was This is Dave's world We're all just living in it My vote is for Dave mm, It's easy y'all <laughs> Which was nutty I think he got a poster of you on his wall That's Hey listen <laughs> Are you Shout gonna out. You gonna sign one for him And send it out to Shout him Shout out to Moon Center <laughs> <laughs> How you smell like a moon <laughs> At the moon center What the moon smell like I felt like I I did alright You know I think my My Advice was Sound It was It was good advice It was a mix of practicality Mm -hmm. But also big picture thinking Yeah Right And I felt like Kayla's was good too You know what I mean It was good advice Here's the real question Did you take anything away from it Yeah I did And I And um I I, Then we all winners (laughs) You don't even let me finish my sentence (laughs) Give us our flowers we it's all like a versus battle. It's we a all celebration. But no, shout out to Kay. She she gave some great advice. And Kay, we you know we love you for coming on. That was very funny. That was a great episode. You did take the W this week, so I know you're listening in. Congratulations on your win. Dave stinks and he's mad. He took two. He took two L's in a row. And I am proud to announce oh. Dev drumroll, please. Oh. Devin got three girlfriends as a result of last week's support that we offered him. I get two soundboard bites for three girlfriends. Yes. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Remember? So I'll tell the story. Yeah, tell the story. Tell the story. I'll tell the story. (laughs) So Dev is just walking down the street, right? Uh Minding his own B.I. Never said a thing. He's listening to his headphones. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, this girl walks up to him, gorgeous as can be, and says, hey, can I be your girlfriend? Dev's like, oh, uh, 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 okay. I'm keeping my options open. <laughs> and, that's and I deleted my ex's pictures from my Facebook. And what else? And I got a haircut. <laughs> and I cleaned my, like, clean my, clean my car. Girlfriend. Yeah. And so then he's walking with that girlfriend. And then another girlfriend walks up and uh-huh. he's like, I'm your girlfriend also. She didn't walk up. She came through the ground. Right. She was walk. She came up. And then he's walking with both of them. And a and girl. And a girl, she, her, she came down with a shirt that says, I'm your girlfriend, Devin. <laughs> On the front of it From the sky She came down Right Uh huh So he ended up with Three girlfriends All as a result And Of the cruise control pod And I left (laughs) And I left Zero doo doo stains On the uh, um, Beds Right Yep Which is the most important Lesson we had from last week (laughs) Last episode Yeah 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 don't leave doo-doo stains on the bed, guys. No, that was great, man, to have, you know, some guests <clears> on. And we've been doing this. This is episode 48, man. Yes, it is. We've done 48 episodes. I'm proud of, this of stuff. it, man. And to have people come on and chat with us, people who have been listening. Yes. Who love and appreciate the show, but also give interesting insight and feedback. Mm-hmm. That's love, man. That's a beautiful thing. And I and I want to, I want to, saying that, Dave, I want to get into this right here. So... As you guys know, on the cruise control, Dave and I, we truly, with the from the bottom of our hearts, we appreciate every single listener. We appreciate you guys tuning in every week. You guys bothering us to get new episodes out. You guys keeping on top of us about things, making sure we keep coming out with content. So, with that being said, we want to give some love back and we want to shout out some people. So, um, we had our fan appreciation week. A longtime listener of the show, 
and Dave, and you know, you know this young lady, or not in person, but you know of her, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Ashley on Instagram. Shout out to Ashley. Um, and and Dave, you don't know Ashley like that, but she's more of an introvert. She's more of a person to herself. She's really not out there like that. She likes to keep things calm, cool, collected. She actually just had a, I'll say, a milestone in her life, mm-hmm. and she has now gotten is able to teach her own class, like a trainer, like. I don't know how like a train she's training teaching a class at a gym that she works like a at fitness trainer. a fitness trainer and she's teaching her own class at a gym so I want to give it a big shout out to her congratulations <laughs> congratulations on that milestone in your life we are we are happy that you are able to you know come over that hump do what you have to do but on top of that Dave something struck me the other day so mm-hmm. she was on Instagram posting her music playlist that she plays for her class right okay. she had hip hop on there a little bit of you know pop some little bit of rock and roll I ain't see no cruise control on there and that struck me that bothered me like as motivation as motivation right yeah I mean are we look, a motivating podcast I think so we got you three girlfriends just from <laughs> last week right off rip but, right but but we we. I, it's, 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 I'm confused yeah listen <laughs> Shout out to Ashley because being a trainer is a very challenging thing. Yes. And that also means that you're dedicating yourself to fitness. So we love to see our listeners thrive. You know what I mean? Grow. Mm -hmm. Inspire other people. You know, get on. Hey, listen, I might, you know, I could, I could, I could spare to, to drop a couple pounds. You? Yeah. I could. I could spare to shed a few. I couldn't even tell. But, you know, I might yeah. have to enlist the services. Thin as a rail. But, you know, we here to help at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So just because our help doesn't just end with the shout out right here. Not at all. Right. We want to be a part of the motivation train. Of course. So, so, so with that being said. We're going to do a first here on the cruise control. Mm-hmm. We're going to do our own little workout motivation track. Track. All right. Now, Ashley, this is for you. Shout out to starting launching your getting your business off the ground. Yes. Yes. Being a personal trainer. So for you, this is an exclusive. Take your cassette tape out. Press the record button. Yes, sir. And you could play this whenever you need to motivate your classroom, your, your class, your uh, clients. Yes. When you're training them. Play this, and I promise you, you will see results like you've never seen before. Yes. Yes. Before and after. Forget Beachbody. Uh-huh. Forget P90X. Uh-huh. Forget, uh, what's, I don't know anymore. Global Gym. Forget, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kick, Bill, Billy Blanks. Billy Blanks. Hip Hop Abs. Hip Hop Harry. <laughs> Forget everybody. Jerry Chestnut. This is what you need right here. And hey, yo, Jerry Chestnut. <laughs> Yeah. So we ready? Let's get this motivation. Let's get let's get this motivation popping. So if you here right now and you working at a gym, I need you to make some noise. Yes. Nice mountain climbs, Trevor. Awesome box jumps, Cornelius. <laughs> Don't forget to mix that creatine, Jeff. (laughs) Pour the protein straight into your mouth. You don't even need water. (laughs) Awesome push-up, bro. Survive! 
survive. Survive. So there you go. <laughs> That's all the motivation people need right now. I think right now, all of her clients lost weight. 10 pounds. Hey, yo, clients, shout out to y'all losing 10 pounds just straight off of that. Cornelius, Trevor. So listen, just play that on the speakers, you know what I mean? People's going to start melting weight off their bodies. All you sudden, you're going to start seeing loose skin. All right, loose nipples. Flabby flabby arms because of how much weight people are going to lose. Then you got a strength train to come back. Uh-huh. Now, next week, we're going to do the strength training mm-hmm. motivation where then all of a sudden, people muscles going to burst out of their skin. Yes. I'm talking like biceps, triceps, diceps, and riceps. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? You ain't even know about them last two muscle groups. Riceps, that's in between your knee and your um your calf, right? Incorrect. Uh-huh. See, this, this, if you was a trainer, you would know. I don't know. Me and Ashley know this kind of information <laughs> because of our extensive training in training. Oh man! Shout but, out to Ashley. But a big shout out to Ashley. We, we just wanted to to show love. We we we're proud. Loyal, we're loyal proud. Yes. Who's controlled listener? We mm. appreciate you. We appreciate we you. you. Yes. Um, Dev, let's What's get up, into bro? it, man. We're gonna get into this episode. Let's get this week off. Yeah, we all just shed it pounds. We all, you know, we're all skinnier right now, and um, I think I think the the next thing that we need to do now that we've done shed our pounds and now that we lost some weight is to probably, you know what I mean? Let's let's tune into some new tracks. Let's tune into some new music. Let's start our week off right. Did you hear that new Meek Mill? Um, expensive dreams track, Dave, or expensive dreams album? What's it called? Expensive lies? Something about um. Pain, expensive pain. Expensive pain, expensive pain. Did you hear? Did you hear that uh, whole debacle and things like that of that nature? Yeah, I mean, I know that. Uh, I know that people were looking out for this album, right? You know, he it it had been something that was been in the works for a minute, and then he released this album artwork, right, right, and then people were you know waiting for the album, but then stuff started to bubble to the surface. Yeah, yeah, and and and. and Something that, that, that struck home, I would say. And I don't know. I sent you the video. I don't know if you heard it. I don't know if you listened to it yet. But for those who I don't did. know, Meek Mill rented out. Was it a SEPTA bus? I think he I think he rented out a SEPTA bus or he, he had something on a I mean, bus. He didn't do it. His marketing. His marketing team. Uh, as promotion. For his album. His album. Cover. Artwork. Mm-hmm. On the side of a bus. You see that all the time. Of course. It could be any advertisement for like Domino's Pizza mm-hmm. or... Whatever else. That's the only ones I noticed. Why was your first job? Because, man. <laughs> and Domino's Pizza et al. Other things. Um, but this bus had Meek Mill's Meek's album cover on there. And people weren't too happy about it. Right. So this... I mean, I guess I'll play the video. Just play first, the video. And then we'll give the context and kind of yes. fill it in. So this is this is a this is a man. The video is a guy recording himself, um, and he's next to the bus. Mm-hmm. This with Meek Mill's album cover on it, and this is the video that 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 um that came about when um. What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Oh, oh my god! Before we play this, <laughs> uh, obviously white man. <laughs> no, obviously <laughs> that's not what I was trying to say. Uh, there is some language here, so we're just gonna give a, a language warning. Yeah, because people okay. listen at work and if stuff. You listening at work, or you training clients to shed weight, <laughs> and you don't want to hear cursing, you might want to turn it down or skip thirty seconds or whatever. But uh, foul language warning. Yeah, not safe. NFCF. What the fuck? 
fuck is this? What the fuck is this? What is this? This is on the side of a, this is on the side of a bus rolling through your street. Rolling on the side of your street. Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want? Look at this bull fucking shit. Look at this shit on the side of a bus. Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want? Is this how you want to be respected? Is this how you want to be respected in life? This is how you want to look? This is how you want to be portrayed? Stand up to this bullshit. I'm from Philly. I actually should support Meek Mill. This is fucking disgusting bullshit. Look at this lady. Look at this. This is on the side of a bus where little girls can pull up and see this shit. That's her fucking pussy. Let's not mistake what this pink dot is. This is disgusting. This is satanic bullshit. I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of... Look at this shit that you're getting on. This is for everyone to... so mad sometimes he was perturbed so he called it satanic if, if anybody's listening and needs the context meek mill's <laughs> album cover picture like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy like it's got that like abstract art look yeah abstract, yes. but there's yes. people all around the uh the album cover mostly uh, actually it is all black people um, one is like on a stripper pole. It's like a girl on a stripper pole with blonde hair. One is this crying black guy with a box cut and a gold chain on. One is this black woman with her butt cheeks facing us, uh, uh, basically nude. Yeah. And then one is another black woman bent over, bent over. And there's a pink dot right at the apex of where the, the legs connect. Yeah. Which should symbolize someone's privates. Yes. So this is what he was referring to. And then it's got other stuff. It's got like a dirt bike. Um, <laughs> Dice. Palm trees. A pair of die. Money signs. Uh, a low rider car. Some palm trees. A chessboard. A buoy. Uh, a that's a lifesaver. A flotation device. <laughs> Money symbol. Like it's just got several, several yeah. other things. But the guy in the video um, was um, upset because on the side of this bus... What he was most upset about was this young lady who was bent over and portraying her, you know, the pink dot, which was her vagina. And obviously in the video, you can hear him say, black woman, is this how you want to be portrayed? You should stand up to this BS. This is disgusting. Little girls are tight. Little girls are looking at this and it's the video blew up. This is from Philly. In Philly, we support each other. This is a very supportive city. We support the Eagles when they stink. We support Meek Mill when he's out, when he's in down bad and stuff like that. We support our artists and our teams and everything that comes out of Philly. We're a very supportive city. So he was he wasn't supporting this. He was very upset and people took to it. I've seen comments of people saying, you know, bro is just art. You need to calm down. Yada yada. I've seen other comments of people saying, you know, he's right. It shouldn't take, you know, some some people were commenting it shouldn't take a white man to come up and say this. It should be black people saying it. There was a lot of comments online that people were really throwing out there and get gathering so their opinion. So, um, well, I wanted to get into Killer Mike because, you know, Killer Mike um, actually had a, mm. a standpoint on this. For those who don't know who Killer Mike is, um, kill yourself. Killer Mike is a well-known person. Like, I don't know. He's yeah, a well-known he's a rapper. Yeah, he's a well-known hip-hop artist. But Killer Mike said on Twitter, it's art. Absolutely. We as a society see naked humans in art 
in museums. We should also be cultured enough as adults and parents to have this convo about nudity and art with our children. I say this as a parent, a rapper, and a high museum of art board member. Love and respect. So Killer Mike was more on Meek Mill's side. His art. I when I first saw this, I I got the guy. I I, I did. I I kind of understood where he was coming from. You know, if I'm walking with my little sister, and it's a and, you know, Daviana's 18 now, so she's you know she's pretty. She's seen some things. But if I'm walking with a little girl and there's somebody's booty hanging out and titties all over the place, how would I feel? I, I kind of agree with Killer Mike though. It's it is art. It is something that you have to look at and be like. At some point, you're gonna have that conversation with a kid. Maybe you don't want it to happen seeing it on the side of a bus, and then that's the that's the time you're kind of thrown back because now you have to have that conversation. But nah, you gotta like see. This is where I feel like Killer Mike was onto something, and he he didn't even have enough space. I feel like to kind of break that down even further. Mm-hmm. But you also got to think about the fact that is it because these women characters, which this is barely human looking. First of all, these. They're like block shapes. It's not even really like elaborate. You know what I mean? It's a simple drawing. But is it because it's black women all of a sudden now it's looked at as like outrageous and outlandish? What if this same exact image was on a bus, but it was white skin instead of black? Would it be as outrageous? Coupled with the fact that probably in the lead up to this, right? Let's say this was like, um, what's a white artist out now? Like uh, Jesse uh, Mendez or Adele? what's his name? Yeah, like what if a, this was Adele's album cover, but instead of all black people, she just had all white people. Same stuff, everything the same, like strip stripper or whatever, or a woman naked, like in the tropics. And Adele went out and explained it, like, oh, this is supposed to represent like womanhood and all this. Would people be outraged and be like, look at, is this how you want to be portrayed, white women? <laughs> I, I mean, white women, white women. <laughs> is this how you want to be portrayed, white women? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I highly question. That. I can't say that it's because it's black bodies on there. That's seen as something that's aggressive or like well, outlandish, outrageous. Something that sh- that is like a bastardization of humanity. And then that's the, that's where the outrage comes from. Like it's like, why is the boy even policing? Was on there, and also why is he asking black women? They didn't make it. Yeah, and he it's Meek's album. <laughs> Well, he was saying, See, like, what, why he, was, y'all he was saying like, th- it was a door of black women. And they was like, <laughs> yes, you may do this. Agreed. No, but he was saying this Actually, should, this he was saying they should stand up and be like, no, you shouldn't put that on the side of a bus. That was his argument. That's what he was saying. That's what I got from it, at least. I don't think he was saying like black woman, you would you let this pass through. I think he was saying black woman, y'all should stand up right now. That is on the side of a bus. Why? Why is it there? It's not. They don't own the burden of responsibility on this nah. it's on Meek and his art team yeah also sidebar I think this article right here that you were reading from said that the artist who drew this was a black woman yeah I didn't I didn't uh, so, I, didn't, I didn't look at it but let me see let me see <clears throat> yeah right there Nina Chanel Abney is the artist oh uh, yeah he oh so he hired so she a was bl- the one commissioned to do to do the, the artwork. artwork so it's like mm. why is this guy ascribing the responsibility of this image, no matter what your feelings are, set that aside. He's telling black women in general to deal with it, to handle it. That's you're you're misplacing your anger. Yeah. Also, again, why is it bad? <clears throat> like Killer Mike's point is, if you go into a museum, 
It's drawings from like the Roman uh Yeah, there's Empire, statues and, and stuff with titties. Small boobies out and all this, little pink nipples. <laughs> what? <laughs> like I'm on a tour, they're like, oh, this is the little pink nipple uh <laughs> exhibit. Exhibit. Nope. <laughs> what if there was an exhibit for all nipples? <laughs> there probably is somewhere. It's some it's some museum. And I'll be like, mm, see, are. the freak museum. <laughs> Nah, but stay in the nipple section of the museum. You be narrating the nipples. I don't even know where the other steps are to the other exhibits. You trying to go see the Stegosaurus exhibit? No, I want the nipple. I grab a brochure and circle the nipple section and put a dot in the middle of it, and that's where I'm going. A pink dot. Nah, but I will say this: I don't. With a situation like this, can off the top of your head, could you think of a situation where somebody? Like I, the only thing I could think of right now that was something like this was again, and you said it earlier, Kanye West, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, that album cover where it showed supposedly Kanye West as a bear, right? No, he was a no, he was a it was a black it guy. Was, it was him banging a white John on the front of an album cover, right? For my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, and I think he switched it to the ballerina John because it got so much hate and people were so upset with it. I can't think of a of an album cover. Just off the top of my head. Oh, wait. Time out. Time out. Nirvana's album cover where the little baby swimming in the pool and the baby's penis is out. Listen. Speak on it. <laughs> that's crazy. Speak on it. And that's, that's still the same album cover. Little baby penises can float in the water in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm forgot, serious. I forgot about that. That's a, good, that's a great reference. Nirvana's album cover. For those who don't know, look at Nirvana's album cover. I forget the name of the album, but it's a... Little white baby swimming in a pool, and his whole little white baby penis is exposed. Right, pedophile's favorite album. <laughs> That's crazy, and there, I wonder where was the outrage for that. <laughs> was there outrage? I wasn't. I, I don't know if I was around. I know, in that but time. It, it. I mean, it, it's a great point, and I think it's something that. Bull, first of all, Bull need to calm down. He really pulled out his camera. Yeah, and just walked around his bus. Bus driver just trying to leave. <laughs> He got to make his route. He's trying to get home. He's yelling at this bus and black women in general. He was just wilding. Also, I hate Go ahead. when somebody got an issue Speak and they on start. It. Speak on it. At the end there, he was like, this is satanic imagery. <laughs> like, yo. This is fascism. Yeah, just some. No, but especially the religion stuff. Like, yo, Satan probably like, what did I even do here? Like, why y'all keep pulling my name and stuff? So many people say stuff is satanic. Keep my name out your mouth. Satan, Satan man. Like, yo, I'd have had nothing to do with this. <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny any participation. Oh in my this God, that's hilarious, campaign. bro. Satanic? I don't think it was satanic. But, you know, according to, uh, you know, what was Trevor. According to, yeah. He had just got done his mountain climbs at Ashley's uh, training session. He was all jacked up off creatine. Come out, start yelling at a bus. What a nut! It, it's 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 actually really sickening because, like I said, at the end of the day, that's funny. It's there's there's something deeper there. You know what I mean? And if people see images of black folk, what in whatever circumstance. You got to really question yourself and and ask yourself why am I feeling certain feelings? Yeah. You know, if I got like a like a instinctive feeling of like this is wrong, yeah. why do you think like question that? 
Yeah. Just why do why is this wrong? And mind you, like I'm not I'm not campaigning for Meek's album. I actually I think I might have heard like one or two songs off it. Yeah, it wasn't that good. Um but shout out to Meek though, we support you. <laughs> but it's more like yeah, just looking at the the piece of artwork on a bus yeah. from a, a prominent current artist. What's the what's the outrage for? And question why you're even outraged by it. Because like Killer Mike said, you go into any museum, you're gonna see it. You you go into other albums, you know, that have questionable imagery on it. Is the reaction the same? Is the public outrage the same? Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I, I, I always looked at it I'm like glad we watched that. Because that that's a good example of of where you gotta dig a little deeper than what's on the surface. Cause on the surface you wanna agree. Like oh you know you shouldn't be showing vaginas and yeah. titties on on a you bus. You shouldn't have that on a bus. Blah 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 blah. But um, why does it take Meek Mill's album cover to cause outrage? And not just that, but like even we got to question that. Like I would have to push back on myself if I initially agree with the guy. I should say, well, wait, why do I agree with him? Is it because I've been conditioned in America to yeah. think that that's something wrong with that? Yeah. Bull probably a freak. <laughs> You know how many pink dots he probably done licked and seen? <laughs> so what? what's the big deal, bro? Like, what, what are you shielding from? Satanic? Yeah. Yeah, that, that I agree. Satanic. Influence? Yeah. Every, is, yeah, I people agree. just say so many buzzwords and things to make themselves I agree. feel better about themselves. Satanic, like Meeks at home drinking the blood of a goat or something like that. <laughs> 666 with horns on his head or something. <laughs> Calling this satanic bullshit. Like... And I'll say this, and I and I guess this will be my ending point on it. I've always told people this. Whenever it comes to situations like this, I always, I'm always in the sense of I'm cool with art in general. So if he wants to do this and he wants to say this and put this on his album cover, Meek Mill, I'm cool with this as much as I'm cool with Nirvana putting that little naked baby with his penis out and swimming in the pool. Hey I'm, yo. I'm <laughs> Hey, yo. And then I'm going to spit in your mouth. <laughs> you annoying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm I'm cool with if if you if it's portrayed to you as art and you can explain to somebody like if you come out with an album cover Dave and it's all, you know, thick Spanish John straight butt naked painted with with, you know, with oranges or something. I don't know, they just got all these pizzas hanging out for they of their breasts and stuff. I'm going to be like explain to me the meaning of it. Like just It's a Domino's ad. <laughs> You the top. <laughs> that's easy to explain. You support Domino <laughs> with the garlic crust. <laughs> the garlic crust to be. Pop. I ain't even gonna lie, man. This story, this story blew my high from this weekend, man. Oh, for real? I, I felt like I had a great weekend. Come to sit down, do the pod. Then I gotta listen to this. Well, this what? Well, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. I don't wanna. I don't. Let's. All right. Well, look. Let's wash our brains off of that. Uh-huh. Let's 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 woosa off of that. I want to know what what you mean. You had a great weekend. What happened, Pop? Like what you got into this weekend? I, I'm curious. Well, you know, I was out. Uh, well, you know, first of all, I'm very important in my job. You okay. Know what I mean? Okay. And uh, okay, that's all I'm gonna say about my job. <laughs> because <laughs> hey, you know this podcast whack. But um, <laughs> so. Um, no, nah, I was at a conference this week for my job. Okay, so, you know, shout out to that. shout out to all conference. So you was at a front desk emporium, basically. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Dev. Well, I want to hear it, Dev. I saw some things. Okay. I was seeing cutting edge technology. I seen the first ever back desk. Wow. 
in my life. So you were so used to being at the front desk, right? Managing that front desk, right? That you had to see a back desk, right? And you haven't even been able to manage a yeah, back I'm desk. Like, I didn't even know they had back desks. That's crazy. You know what I mean? I just seen all the cutting edge desk technology. How many titanium desks? You know, do we, we on vibranium desks? What? From Wakanda? Yes. <laughs> Absorb any paper drops on it. Reconvert that energy to save the earth, fossil fuels, okay. all that. Okay, fracking. So, <laughs> just saying all the environmental buzzwords. Satanic bullshit. EPA in my water. Um, pH. So, anyway, this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, I was at Penn State University, man. Oh, shout out to reliving, all the sluts. Reliving the college days. You went to Temple. Stop bullshit. No, no, no. I went to Temple. <laughs> I went to Temple, but uh-huh. my lady Ooh. and her uh, her best friends or group of friends, mm-hmm. they decided they want to celebrate her birthday. Oh, okay. Okay, so shout out. To celebrate the birthday. I do my own clap. I do my own clap. Shout out to Roz. Happy birthday. To celebrate Roz's birthday. Happy birthday, Roz. took a trip back in the time machine. Okay. And went to relive the college days in Penn State. Oh. Have you ever been to Penn State? Never. I've been to Penn State Abington. No, that's it's not the same. It's bro. different? Okay. Penn State okay. is in State College PA. The whole area is named, it's it's sole focus is this college. Like it's different. You and I went to Temple. Yeah. Temple's right in the heart of North Philly. Yeah. There's a lot of other schools that are like urban schools, NYU, but like if you've ever been to an urban college, it's like in the city, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is like the college is the city. Oh, it's shoot. different, Dev. That's the first thing I want to share with you. Okay. It's different. It's really like that. So I had a great time being able to just get out there, see what that campus looks like. Okay. You know, see what college looks like post-COVID or not post-COVID, but like at the tail end of this pandemic mm-hmm. and how things, you know, have. But we also just went to have fun, <laughs> drink. Mm-hmm. You know, eat a lot of good campus food, college food. Just relive them days, man. Okay. Did you miss them college days? Um, I really didn't have a college life like that, though, to be honest with you. I did it, man. I did it. If I'm loser. If I'm keep if I'm keeping it a bean, I had I was my whole college uh life was with my ex, so I didn't really like go party or do anything crazy like that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I really didn't Lame-o. like I went to a couple parties. Here or there, like me and Mitch, Mitch is my best friend for those who don't know. We went to a couple college parties here or there, Halloween parties. You know, he he invited because Mitch was in a, a fraternity. So I went to a couple of his events. So I went to a couple things here or there. But as for like going all out, like drinking, having a good time parties, I really didn't do that in college. Yo, this if I'm telling you, like I can see why Penn State University has a reputation as being like one of the biggest party schools in the country. Being lit. You was you was lit up there? Listen. Party till we die. Listen. Let me ask you a question. Party till we die. You ever die. did a blowjob shot? <laughs> what? You mad annoying, bro. What? You never did a blowjob shot? Have you heard of this? What are you doing to Listen, me? Listen, right I now? had a couple blowjob shots. <laughs> I had at least three buttery nipples. You never had none of this? Dad. Dave, how you going to <laughs> how you going to the bartender and ask for a blowjob shot? <laughs> Can I get three blowjobs? Dad, listen, a blowjob shot, right? Yo, stop. 
It's like some 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 uh, butterscotch snaps, and then the boy put his mans in the shot. <laughs> the boy put his tip in the shot. It's easy, y'all. No, Dev. Listen, a blowjob shot is basically hey yo some alcohol, right? You what? Fill, you put it in the shot glass. Shut up, let me finish. What's the alcohol? It's like several alcohols. <laughs> so you put some alcohol in there, okay? And they got like a sweet flavor to it. I think it's like some schnapps with like some something else. Uh, and then you put whipped cream on the top and then let it dribble off the side That's of the cup. Oh my God. Right? And then you have to with no hands. <laughs> Dev. Dave, stop. You Dev. wasn't doing this. You have to with no You wasn't doing this. Dev, let me finish. You have to with no hands. You didn't do this. Put your mouth on the shot. Make sure you get all the whipped cream up. <laughs> Lift your head up and drink the shot. Now, have you never gotten one of those? Hey, yo, Jerry Chestnut, I put my fucking dick on your chestnut. Dev. Dave, what's going on, Pop? And buttery nipples. <laughs> wait, wait. Please tell me that the ladies y'all went with was doing this, those shots, and then you had a buttery nipple shot. Well, when we went to the bar... <laughs> you gotta explain. <laughs> when we went to the bar... The, the guys got buttery nipples. Okay. Shout okay. out to nipples. And then the girls got blowjob shots. Okay. Then the guys were like... That's Dave. No. Equality. No, 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 no. It's no, 2021. No, that's satanic bullshit. <laughs> Equality, right? So you mean to tell me four grown men... Dev. was breaking that- down gender norms. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I wanted whipped cream. And the buttery nipples ain't had no whipped cream. I was feeling whipped creamiest. Oh, oh my God, Dave! Hey yo! I had, I, look. So did you put your hands behind your back, or did you keep yeah, them in front of you? Behind my back the whole time. You, <laughs> even when you was done taking the blowjob shots, <laughs> you took every drink like that from there. I on. had my hands behind my back the rest of the night. Listen, I'm secure about my. I'm secure about who I am. <laughs> yo, that's. Hey, I mean, hey man, you know. No, we had a good time, man. You Shout know, out. We just, we just lived the college life, you know, did, did some drinking. Did you ever live a college life, too? No. So you was like me? I hate to admit it, yeah, but yes, I was like you. But here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> going to a, a school in the middle of the city is just different. Like, you have to be... It's a lot dangerous. You have to have middle. more respect yeah. for the surrounding community. Whereas out there... Everything is built around the college student in that area, so really, it's like a, it's like an incubator for that college experience. Mm-hmm. So yeah, over there you could. That's why those schools are like big party schools because they're in the middle of nowhere. You could just wild out with very little repercussions. At best, you're dealing with the police in that local area that work for the school, and it's you know you can just do whatever you want. When you go to school in Philly, right, and even thinking about Temple, like. If you're walking around the streets, you got to have your head on a swivel. You got to make sure that you ain't talking out of out of pocket. Okay. I can respect because that. Because something yeah. can happen to you that has nothing to do with the school. Yeah. Because there's been Temple students that have been, like, shot and stuff and, like, dead. Dang, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's not funny, but... There has been. No, nah, um, that's not funny. That's not, I just I just brought up just a different. gloomy that's thing. That's what I wanted to tell you is, yeah. in going to do this this experience this week, it was eye-opening for me. One, because I never knew what a blowjob shot was, Jesus. but I, I found out <laughs> the hard way. So, so 
Let me. I ain't even gonna lie. I did the best of the guys. Wow. I think I did the best. Wow. Because I had a strategy. What I did was I turned my cup so that the uh, Dave, the whipped cream that was coming down, Dave, it was it was off the edge of the, the table, and then I licked up the cup. Aliyup. <laughs> Salute. <laughs> Bottoms up. Feel me. <laughs> then I cleaned the inside of the cup. <laughs> and then did you take two fingers to wipe your lips off when you were done and threw it to the no, side? No, I had a little bit of cream left on my nose. There's pictures of this and everything. Nah, for real, Pop? Yeah. Can I Maybe see? we can throw it up on the Cruise Control Pop page. Oh, my God. Anything Hashtag for the listeners. <laughs> you was lit. Yo, funniest thing that happened was... What happened? What happened? One of Rod's friends told the bartender, she was like, uh, you do blowjobs, right? Like the blowjob shot. And the girl was like, yeah. And then the girl was like, wait, the shot, right? <laughs> and Rod's friend was like, yeah. The fact that the girl had to clarify means she had some notes on her mind initially. <laughs> Why would you randomly ask somebody if they do that? If they just do blowjobs <laughs> in general? She looked at the guys like, uh, <laughs> maybe not all at once, but <laughs> oh shoot, she was wilding, yeah. The bartender? Why? Tell me more about this bartender. What happened? What you mean she was wilding? I mean, she was like, listen, I listened to this podcast called Cruise Control. Ooh, and there's this guy on there named Devin that I really want. He gets a haircut. He keeps his car clean. <laughs> So that's my. He doesn't f- recycle dates. Dude, that's my fourth girlfriend. Yes. And I put tell her I yeah, don't. I grabbed. I grabbed the number for you. Dad. I put newspaper clippings. I I, I grabbed the number for you, Dad. Okay. Now you gonna get courted? <laughs> you understand? Nah, but I had a good weekend, man. Let's go, bro. I'm I'm proud of you, you man. Know, we lived the college life. Took it back to the good old days. Shout out to Roz. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Roz. Happy birthday to you. And look, what I what I what I taught the world this weekend is mm-hmm. you can do a blowjob and survive. Okay. Okay. No matter who you are, where you come from. Okay. No pun intended. Hey yo. You can do a blowjob and survive. So now you shout guys, out the buttery nipples. Shout, so now you guys know. If you ever see me or Dave at a bar and Dave sitting there with his girl or something <laughs> with his hands behind his back. <laughs> it's about to go down. <laughs> Buy my man Dave a blowjob. Pull the whipped cream out. <laughs> Y'all know. Now we know. Next time we hang out with a controller or something like that, we at a bar, we going somewhere. Look it up. Blowjob shot for Dave. All work. <laughs> and we gonna test his chin. He can't do it with his hands. <laughs> he gotta do it with his mouth. <laughs> oh my God, Dave! The things you do for a laugh. <laughs> Which, it's not no laugh, man. I was trying to get Liddy. But you had a good time? Yeah, man. You had a great time? Happy to hear that. Rise again. Once again, happy birthday, Rise. We appreciate you. Um, and and um, I'm glad you had a great birthday. But um, moving on to the next topic, after mm-hmm. Dave's weekend, you know, I sent Dave that clip of Meek Mill's album coming out. It got the wheels turning for me, and I was I was just curious, and I was uh, working out with one of my buddies. Shout out to my man Ed, and um, we were listening to the album, and he brought up to me. He said, "Yo, Dev, um, I looked up um, the top." I was looking up the top 100 albums. I was just curious about music and curious about things. So I looked up the top 100 albums and Rolling Stone actually came out with a um, 
a list of the top 500 albums of all time. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I have to clarify that this list, the reason I bring this up is because he explained to me that the list has been changed. reason the list has been changed is because when they first did this list, there was minimal to no black artist on this list, Dave. Mm-hmm. I mean, minimal. Like, there was probably like a handful of black artists on this list, and they were torched for it. A bunch of people were messaging you know wrote letters twitter instagram facebook all over social media that the this was like a whitewashed uh album list had too much beatles on it too much rolling stones too much acd too much metallica too much of all that stuff and not enough black artists on the list Mm -hmm. they said michael jackson didn't even sniff the top 20 before which was ridiculous. Who does this stuff? So, so they redid the list. They and and when they redid the list, they um, they called for a lot of um, black artists to help out. One notably, Jay Z was a part of the new list, and Jay Z had a say in this. So, when I'm reading this list off to you, mind you, Jay Z checked off and approved on this as I read this list off to you. So. Top 10 albums of all time. You want to start it off like that? You want me to, you want me to read you the top 10 of all time? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Starting off at number 10, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill by Lauren Hill. Uh, okay. Okay. That's number 10. That. that was a great album. Okay. And that was an album that was front to back a good listen. Like, there really wasn't yeah. that song. And it, it felt like a project. Like, it felt like a full kind of artistic thought with her. Okay. So that that album was definitely tough. At number nine, Blood on the Tracks by Bob Dylan. No. (laughs) Now, can you... (laughs) Off rip, I'm going to just say this. What? Because I know the boy Bob Dylan name come up all the time. He's not tough. He's not tough. (laughs) He's He's not not, I've heard his music before. He just just (laughs) sings stupid like, and he looks like a little rat. Like my blood in the tracks and I am coming back. I snack on the track. Blake Lake. It's satanic. Yeah, he's trash. But lit though. Blood on the tracks. Blood on the tracks. I can't tell you a song from that. That was number nine. And I'm a connoisseur of songs. No. What's what's next? Number eight was Purple Rain by Prince. Mmm. Mm. Mm. Delicious. Okay. Delicious. I can respect that. Now you're speaking my language. I can respect that. Okay. You're going to have to respect this one, though. Coming in at number seven was Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> but yo, Dave, I'm I'm gonna have to call you out on something, bro. Have you <laughs> look, look, look? Hold on, let me get a word out. Let me get. A word out. <laughs> can I can I get a word Who's out, please? With Mac Jerry Chestnut, huh? Hey, yo, Jerry Chestnut, <laughs> I put my fucking dick on your chestnut. So what is that? So look, I'm 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 a. Fleetwood Mac. So I, I I was talking to Ed about this, and Ed, for those who don't know, has been one of my friends since uh, fourth grade, middle uh, middle school or grade school. Um, white guy. 
So he has a he knows this Bob Dylan album. He listened to it before. He's listened to all a lot of rock and roll in his life. So he's and I don't even think Fleetwood Mac is rock and roll. I don't even know what uh type of music I could put them come under. On, just come but on. they he told me, me hear this. He told me that they got some good music on there. And this is a Dave, this is a two disc album. Mm-hmm. So this is a this is a big album. They got that one song on here. Let me see if I could uh I could pull it up. What's it called? Secondhand News? No. Um What's the John? I think it's called is it Songbird? Just play What's this? It's a Songbird by Fleetwood Mac. Oh no, Dreams. It's Dreams. I'm sorry. It's number 2, Dreams. Dreams. It's Dreams. Number It's the number 2 track on I think it's Dreams, yeah. This is the joint from you, all the TikToks and stuff like that. See, I, I, I could bang, I could, I could. This is a very chill song. You feel me? I don't care. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> yeah, I don't care. That's the one with the boy with skateboarding, right? Yeah, yeah, the, the, right, cool. the Spanish boy. Next. He, he was drinking the ocean spray. What's next, man? You not banging with that at number yeah. seven? Come on. <laughs> Yo, you gotta open. You're getting me mad. You Dad. gotta open your palate. Why Dad, don't you be listening to mad. other musics? You're getting me real mad. You you asking me to justify why I that to me is not impressive. <laughs> Cause I'm curious. All right, all right, all right. So coming in at number seven was rumors uh, by Fleetwood Mac. Coming in at number uh, number six, and this is what I was talking about. Nirvana. Never mind. This was a uh, this was number six on their top on Rolling Stone's top 500 albums of all time. Nirvana. This was the album for those who want to look it up. It's called Never Mind with the baby penis on the front of it. Um, hey yo. <laughs> but Nirvana is known for. Uh, well, they, you know, you you gotta understand. Um, Smells like Teen Spirit is their main, and everybody knows Smells like Teen Spirit. Okay. <laughs> I hate you. Cool. I hate you so much. Okay, cool. Give songs a Next. chance, man. Damn. All right, coming now. This is their top five. All right. Okay. This is where the cruise control comes in because we're we're kind of sores of top five. Right. Coming in at number five for them, Abbey Road by the Beatles. Oh my god! <laughs> I was never a big Beatles fan. Here come the Beatles. But every every white person that I've ever talked to has says the Beatles they um they they did everything before everyone else. <laughs> but I never heard the Beatles say, "As I grab the Glock, put it to your headpiece. There's one in the chamber. The safety is off. Release straight at your domes, homes. I want to see Cabbage, Biggie Smalls, the Savage doing your brain I mean, stuff. They never said that though. But they do got Mean Mr. Mustard on there. So hit that real quick. Hit hit me with Mean Mr. Mustard. That was like the Banana Splits theme song, <laughs> But have you heard Polythene Pan yet? Nah, I never heard Polythene Pan. Hit me up. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Did he say she's so good looking, but she looks like a man? Right. 
That's that's a top five. That's a top five worthy album right there. Polythene Pam. And then how about this classic? What's, she came in through the bathroom window. I never heard this one before. This is I, everybody talking. Dave, I can't argue with him. Why every why every song start out with the title? <laughs> Here goes satanic bullshit. <laughs> satanic bullshit on my sunset. Black women, do you want this on the Yo, side of a bus? Mr. Mustard, they start out. Mean Mr. Mustard. Catch up to me now. Relish this opportunity. <laughs> To suck on my sourdough. Yeah, that was tough. Appreciate it. No, my knees are sweating. I'm laughing. That was, that was off the top. All right, let's let's move What's on. Else? That's number five. That's number five. So that they they came off with fire for their top five. I think right. They came up with fire for their top five. Coming in at number um, okay, coming in at number four for them. Song in the key of life, Stevie Wonder. Now, Dave. I can't hate. This album is flawless. Hit me, hit me with something off that album, Dave. Come on, man. Come on, man. I always hated this baby crying in the beginning. <laughs> I wish there was no baby crying in the beginning. Button, Dave. Hit me with the. Pop, come on, man. We doing blowjob shots to that album all night, man. <laughs> Hands behind our backs, dude. All right, now this is top three. Now they're saying that these next three albums from front to back is no skipping. We cannot skip a song on these next three albums. These are top three. The bronze medal for the, for the album of all time mm-hmm. goes to Blue by Joni Mitchell. According to Rolling Stones magazines who've had people like Jay-Z come in and check this list out and they checked off on it. So Jay-Z said, Joni Mitchell, number three, blue. I agree. Hit me with, hold on, hold on. I want to, I haven't even heard of this album yet. Like, I want to see like. All right, well, let's listen to this track called Blue. Is that, oh, the name of the album. Okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead. I just want to say <laughs> Listen, 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 listen Come on I'm going to give it another try How about this song? This is a Hold on, can I, I want to Can we go off the article And the albums that they recommend to us? Oh yeah, yeah Yeah, so let's Let, Let's actually see Yeah, that's a good point Let's see what Roller Stone okay. Had to say about it Okay, so they said um, Led Zeppelin was a, a really big fan of it From the uh, 
she said from the smoky blue is the first tiny ah, da, 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 da. a cool she reflects on past from its smoky introspective cover to its wholly unguarded approach to songwriting uh-huh. blue is the first time any major rock or pop artist had opened up so fully producing what might be the ultimate breakup album and setting a still unmatched standard for confessional poetry and pop music using acoustic instruments in her octave leaping voice Mitchell portrayed herself as a lonely painter at the bottom, aching to make sense of all of her heartbreak. The song had such stark emotional intensity that it shocked the men around her. Chris Christopherson said to me, oh, Joni, save something for yourself. (laughs) Yeah, that Chris Christopherson's? The vulnerability freaked them out. On Little Green, she opens up about a baby she had given up for adoption. And on the staggering piano dirge, River, she takes responsibility for a romance gone wrong. All right, so so let's 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 tune into them Johns. Little Green and River. Hit, hit, hit me up with Little Green cuz I'm trying to hear about the adoption agency and her staggering piano dirge. What's the dirge? I'm, I promise um you stupid. <laughs> I promise I'm going to be disappointed by this. By Little Green? Dave, they said this is the best breakup out. This is the best sad album of all time. I'm melancholy with the moon in cancer Choose her a name she will answer to Call her green and the winters cannot fade her Call her green for the children who've made her Lie, she got a good voice. Nandito. She got a good voice. I, I don't care about that. Sound out, shout out to Little Green or Collard Greens. Nandito. It just sounded like she was saying Collard Greens <laughs> for a minute. Yeah. But she got a good voice. Nandito. Listen to me. I don't care about this. <laughs> Joni Mitchell. Are you surprised? Let's get th- I haven't even gotten to the top two yet. Are you surprised that you haven't heard Michael Jackson's name yet? Def. I'm shocked. <laughs> when I tell you, look at my face. I'm shocked. <laughs> this is. <laughs> What's this? What's this? It's called Carrie. Carrie. It's the number three album. The wind is in from Africa. Last night I couldn't sleep. Oh, you know it sure is hard to leave here, Carrie. But it's really not my home. That was tough, though. My fingernails are filthy. I'm cool off that. <laughs> I, don't I, I really don't need to know about the shorty fingernails. <laughs> the greatest album of all time. The, the bronze medal. Bronze medal. You want me to get into the silver medal? Come on, man. <clears throat> Coming in at number two. Get me through this already. Coming in at number two. Let me guess, guess me your number two right now. What do you think deserves? What What is? What are you feeling right now? Number two ish. I would say Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys. Wow, you hit it right on the nose. <laughs> The number two album of all time, according to Rolling Stones, which again, people like Jay-Z have approved of, is the Beach Boys album called Pet Sounds. 
what's this song called, Dave? What's this song called? That song tough though. What's that song called? Wouldn't it be nice? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> that song tough though. I like that song, but I, 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 the greatest album of all time cannot have just one song. Hit me with something else. What is the? Oh, the the album centerpiece is God only knows. That's what they said in here in this article. So this is the centerpiece of the album. Pitter-patter of the horse feet in the background really get me going, along with the jingle bells of a reindeer's neck. Hey, yo, Jerry Chestnut, I put my fucking dick on your chestnut. <laughs> Tough. Because, you know, like, like it coming from coming from North Philly, like, we always used to put this on to bring us up. <clears throat> so, look, number one on the list is What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. Yes, yeah, so number one. A great album. So, the Rolling Stones' number one album of all time. What's going on, Marvin Gaye? You want to give people a little taste, or should they already know this? You should already know that. Let me let me go ahead and start. Go talking. ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, I'm not white, right? Okay, <laughs> couldn't tell, but let me okay. establish that. <laughs> and I'm trying to find the right words. But it's like We're trying to find the right words to describe this girl without being disrespectful. <laughs> I, I just I can't rock to this like <laughs> like none none of this makes sense to me. On your drive up to Penn State, if I sent you this album, Beach Boys, uh, Pet Sounds, and you and you and Roz was in the, I got the, so many thoughts about this. Okay, firstly, like okay, and Dev, pull up the. I want to tell everybody the breakdown, the full pull list. Yeah, uh, no, the the wiki. Uh, oh, the wiki, John. So okay. there's like some percentages that are worth noting here. Okay, so. In the the 2020 edition of this list, which is the one we're going off of right now, yes, they have an uh, breakdown of how many albums from you know the specific decades are on this were list. represented in the top 500. Yes, so the top decade that has the most albums within the top 500 is the 1970s. They have 157 albums from wow. that decade, which makes up 31 percent. Wow, of the total number of albums. The next one closest is the 1990s, with 103 which makes up 20%. The one with the least amount of albums in the top 500 is the 1950s. I would agree with that. What makes up 1.8%. Nine, nine albums in the top 500, which is 1.8%. Um, I feel like even that those numbers there tell a story, right? Anything before 19... In my, in my opinion, 1970, mm-hmm. like we really need to think hard about. 
because they they wasn't tough. Like they had the simplest m- microphones, the simplest uh, banjos and stuff like that. <laughs> they didn't even have like tough guitars or nothing. What type of drums they had? What you mean? They had the one string guitars. They have like engineers. <laughs> they was in they the really booth. just put the microphone up to the John and and recorded that. Yeah, but what was the Beatles? Yo, the at? Beach Boys play with like four inch, like three instruments, yo. <laughs> Talking about wouldn't it be nice? No, that, it wouldn't. The album, that song, tough though. Come on, no man, that song is tough. No, but for me, for me, and your soul, I can't relate. I can't connect <laughs> to Joni Mitchell. If you come out, her fingernails are dirty. <laughs> I really don't I don't even know who she is She was talking about Little Green You wasn't listening to the album To the song This song made me mad The fact that you actually Had to sit and listen To some of this stuff <laughs> Made me mad that you even Brought this up So so one thing that was Interesting to me Dave, what, what, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what's Interesting to you Dave listen I didn't make up the list Alright I would have had A totally Dave, different thing Michael Jackson Didn't have a top 10 <laughs> Was not Anywhere near the top five. <laughs> and he made Thriller, Dev. So for those... He who- made a song <laughs> where him and, and a bunch of dancers got dressed up as zombies and did like a nine-minute video, little short film. Probably the greatest music video of all time. Just the greatest album. That's the great, that is the greatest album of all time. So it's not even close from literally just a pure number standpoint. But what I'm saying is like, these song, these albums that they're saying are so-called top five classic albums. What criteria are they using? Are they trying to like judge it artistically or what they were doing with sound? Because if you're talking just popularity, this can't be right. So just to give people a little, a little like um, idea of where things ranked, Michael Jackson's Thriller was ranked 12, so it was two spots out of the top 10. Just to give you guys, which means that there was something else in front of it, which I could show you right now what was in front of Thriller at 12. Yeah, like, let's just look at the bigger list. Revolver by the Beatles was number 11. No, 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 no. no. Dave, they had Mr. Ketchup. (laughs) What was the uh, Blues Clues? Mr. Salt and Mrs. Pepper (laughs) on that album. You don't remember that song? Come on, Dave. They had Pabrika on that song. Go, so go through this list. I want to so, like read other stuff. So Michael Jackson was. I want to find good ones and then see what's ahead of them. Let's do that. So Michael Jackson was at number twelve with Thriller. Right, we just said that. At seventeen, we had Kanye West, "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy." That was at seventeen. Right. Okay. Kendrick Lamar. Before it. Um, London Calling by The Clash. <laughs> the Clash is Dave. Remember The Clash? Keep going. <laughs> At number, what is this? Number 19, Kendrick Lamar's highest rated album on here was To Pimp a Butterfly. That's incorrect. It should be Good Kid, Mad City. But This list is stupid. But guess what was in front of uh, Kendrick Lamar, though? Highway 60, 61 by Bob Dylan, which was... Highway 61, <laughs> where I had a lot of fun. Revisit it. Now, Ready to Die by Biggie Smalls ranked in at number 20. But guess what was in front of that, Dave? Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. All right, if we keep going. This is just ridiculous, man. If we keep going. Look, The Low End Theory, one of the best hip-hop albums of all time by A Tribe Called Quest, is after the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust. 
by David Bowie. But no, to add on to the disrespect, Nas Illmatic. Oh my god, I just. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> this whole list is a is a hallway where nobody got their mask on. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> Shout out to K's job. So at four, so Nas's Illmatic was forty two. Who cares what number this is, man? Look at this list, Dave. Dave, so you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me Outcast Aquemini is is at, at forty seven? Don't belong there. Oh my gosh, man! Of course, that's one of the best albums. But look, like I'm looking at "Paid in Full" by Eric B. and Rakim, and above it is "Exile and Guyville" by Liz Fan. Wait, you see Stankonia? What's above that? What's that album name? Stankonia. You see it? Eight. What's that? A job by Steely Dan. No, that's. That album is titled AJA by Steely Dead. Yo, Dave, but I see a college dropout at number 67. And what's above that? Loveless by my bloody Valentine. I really don't even know. Like, like Dev, who is Dusty Springfield? You never heard of the Dusty Springfield? You a clown. That's why you... two, his album is two albums away from Beyonce. <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. Uh, Drake got an album on here. Let's just skip past that. <clears throat> that's what is crazy, though, is that Joni Mitchell got the number three album. And then her next album isn't until like number 101 on this list, which is I don't know who how that sneaked by people. Look, so Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City, I think ranks at 106 or 105 on this list, which is should really get you upset. <laughs> I just want to punch you in the face. <laughs> I didn't make this list. Yeah, but you brought it up, man. <laughs> Kanye West late registration. Wow. Let, all right, let forget the list. Put the list aside. Okay. My real issue here is that when you actually look at, like, I want everybody listening to do this. Look up the Rolling Stones top 500 albums list. The two, 20, uh, 2020 edition. Right, the latest version. Yeah, the latest one. Then for each song or for each album, album. Mm-hmm. in the top 500 or just in the top even 10, go to the Wikipedia page for that album. When you go to the Wikipedia page, you're going to see highlighted at the top in like the snapshot of the album. You'll see what the major singles were. Dev, a lot of these albums, mm-hmm. they had like one or two to me. If it's a top album, that means you have to have like at least four. No, I would say like five or six tracks that are like hits. I mean, like, does that make sense? Like I need it to be multiple hits. If you're talking about in a, one compilation of an album. It, so you can't say, oh, Sergeant Pepper Love Club or whatever <laughs> from the Beatles. Love Club. Or what was the other one? Like Joni Mitchell Blue. Blue, right. And you can't go to the wiki and see that it had like one single that was tough. Yeah, okay. Or even the pep sounds from the boys club. What was it? The Beach, Beach boys. boys. The boys club. I only know wouldn't it be nice. And that's because they play it at the beach and stuff. <laughs> at the beach. <laughs> like when you go to any beach. Any beach and just start playing on the intercom. There's no speakers. It's just coming up from the ocean. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if I was asking, I wasn't nice. 
<laughs> just building a sandcastle eating funnel cake. But <laughs> like, it can't just be one song. Like, what's going on? Got like five, four or five tracks that everybody knows. Stevie Wonder, the songs of a uh, of life. Songs in the key of life. Songs in the key of life. I told you, Miseducation Lauren Hill got at least like six like hits that was on the radio. People was listening to. Yeah. Come on, man. Pet sounds. Bob Dylan let, let, I'm gonna play Bob Dylan Cause we've been talking <laughs> Trash about him But just to be clear Like So so Bob Dylan Let's just do the one That was in the top 10 It was Blood on the Tracks That was his number That was number 9 This was ahead of Lauren Hill's album Right This is You telling me This guy Makes some of the best music Ever created What's the best song From there dad Blood on the Tracks Um I, I, let me let me let me see what this says right here for me. Let me let me look at the the list real quick and get to it, and I'll tell you what. So this is what we're going off, guys. Is Rolling Stone for every album they did like a little pay or a little like paragraph or two on why they picked this album, why this album deserves to be here, and then they went into the songs that you should listen to on the album. So this one right here, uh, the blood on the da 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 da. da from his adult breakup ballads like you're a big girl now and if you see her say hello this is called you're a big girl now by bob dylan Jerry Chestnut, I put my fucking dick on your chestnut. Of course not, Dad. <laughs> so why'd you give it the hand clap? Cause you all hype over here, hyping this up. Yo, you're a big girl now. <laughs> that's gonna work for Juicy Juice. <laughs> I'm a big kid now. No, that's the, like pull up, right? <laughs> Ain't that for diaper? That's for diaper. <laughs> I'm a big kid now. <laughs> no, that was. Come on, man. Yo, they said. What about that is exceptional, though? They said they said because that's all his songs. Bob Dylan's songs are all like that. They said this It's like a little guitar banjo, or whatever, and he just goes, "I walk to the store today." <laughs> they said the song "Idiot I'm Wind." The big boy. This song, this song "Idiot Wind" on this album is the greatest put down song. Is a diss track. It says the greatest put down song. Let's see. What did he say? Wait, let's run that back. 
some moms got it in for me. You finished? <laughs> they plant stories in my race. <laughs> Let's try it again. Okay. Some moms got it in for me. They're planting stories in the prince. Some, some moms. Some mo- no. Okay. Go, go, you want to try? Go. You first. Some moms got bib for me. Okay. The plantains in my rings. Yeah, he's Jamaican basically at this point. Right. Shout out to Bob Dylan for culture appropriation. <laughs> Yo, what? Someone's got it in for me. They're planting stories in the prince. Yo, how can you hear that and then be like, this is a sharp tongue. This is the best, greatest put down. <laughs> that means somebody was in the like, Yo! <laughs> This tough. <laughs> they played this album while they were sitting around the Rolling Stone table doing a top 500. Mm-hmm. And people got up on their chairs and started twerking. <laughs> this. Someone's got it in for me. They're planting stories in Someone's got it in for me. They're planting stories in the press. Stroke on his mouth. Yo. He can't even open his lips to, right. to come on, man. I'm 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 over this. Man. I'm over this whole thing. I'm I'm done with this. I, I know what we need to do now, Dave. We need to fix this. All right. We're the new Rolling Stones writers. We're Jay-Z and, and, the, and the rest of the people who, who approve this list. I'm finished with it, man. This is the Cruise Control top five albums of all time. And our humbled opinion. Now, this is our personal albums, guys. We're not going off of, you know, they were the first to do it. They had different instruments to be able to make sounds like that. They clapped their hands twice and made something magical. We're not with all that. We with we doing albums that we feel like are the greatest albums of all time, in our opinion. Rolling Stones, you got it all wrong, but the Cruise Control going to help you fix it. So I'll start it off this week because you lost last week. <clears throat> And I'm going to start it off with number five for me. Coming in at number five for Dev. For the top five albums of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just Dave. Come on now, bro. What's up, man? Cool it, man. Yo, you know I had to call. You know why, right? Why? Because, yo, I never, ever called and asked you to play something, right? Yeah. You know what I want to hear, right? What, what you want to hear? hear? I want to hear that Wu-Tang joint. Wu-Tang again? Uh, again, again and again. Flipping off the shit, I'm kicking the Lone Ranger, go wet. 
Yeah. Did you hear Bob Dylan's verse on this, John, though? <laughs> in the break. <laughs> Coming in at number five for my top five albums of all time. Enter the Wu-Tang. 36 Chambers by the Wu-Tang Clan. Fire, fire, fire flame spitter album. Dave, I'm just gonna go through a, a quick a quick run of the songs and, and and I'm just gonna let you know and you tell me when a song is trash, okay? Bring the ruckus. No. Shame on an N-word. No. I'm not gonna curse. Um <clears throat> Clan in the front. No. Wu Tang, the seventh chamber. No. Can it be all so simple? No. Wu Tang ain't nothing to F with. Death. It's gonna be all no for me, man. <laughs> Classic. Classic? Classic? Okay, okay, okay. This is what I'm saying, Dave. You they brought together a group of some of the most flame rappers of all time. Right. Method Man, for those who don't know, sits on David's list as his favorite rapper of all time. And he'll say that to anybody. Method Man is a beast. Probably has the best flow hip hop of all time. Never is trash. I mean, I have you could hardly find a bad Method Man verse. To go on top of that, you got RZA beats on the track, and RZA's just flaming up everything. Raekwon the Chef, Ghostface Killer, Inspector Deck, RZA, just like ODB. You got this fire group. You have amazing beats and amazing production, and they just give you a classic album that sold so much. I mean, I'm looking at their Spotify listens right now. Their lowest song. Has 12 million streams. That's their lowest one. Follow, and then their highest one, Cream, has 244 million. And this just is on one album. This album is fire. The track list is, is unskippable, to say the least. And this deserves to be in the top five. So so scratch off Sgt. Pepper and Mr. Mustard. Whatever that trash was on, on Rolling Stone's top five and put the Wu-Tang, enter the Wu-Tang 36 chambers for me. That's my number five. What you got on number five, Dave? All right, coming in at number five for me. Okay. Um, I'm interested. I'm, I'm actually just going to go ahead and play a song as well. Okay. To introduce my number five. I'm with it. Nigga one, yeah. Word up. Look Great minds think alike, Cash I see. Food. Shit. Word up. Two for fives <laughs> over here, baby. <laughs> Word up, two for five, some niggas got garbage down the way. Word up. Cash everything around me. Cream it. Yeah. Check this old fly shit out. Word up. Cash Take you on the national joint. Cream get the money. On the crime side, the New York Times side Staying alive was no job Had second hands Moms bounced on old men So then we moved ah. to Shannon Album so good You had to do it twice Coming in at my number five <laughs> 36 Chambers Death What? I couldn't agree with you more, Papa you know we don't agree a ton mm -hmm. because I'm so much significantly smarter than you are. Yeah, you blowjob shots. <laughs> but <laughs> this right here, I gotta agree, man. This album is flawless. This and this is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You just read a bunch of names of different songs, right? Mm -hmm. These are actual classic hits. Not only that, but you when you understand the impact that this album had mm -hmm. on hip-hop history, which hip-hop is the biggest genre in the world right now. Hip-hop, Harry. Let's not forget that. It's the biggest, most visible genre in the world in music. And 
this Wu Tang album for me was a game changing album in hip hop. Best group of all time. Best introductory album of all time for a group. Yes. Best intro song of all time. Like the first song that that exposes you to a group is when when you play Protect Your Neck. These in your. How do you start your career like that? <laughs> With that song. Yeah. That beat. The it's, the, it's the just lyrics, different. It's, it's just, just built different. This this album. This group. It's just built different. Also, sidebar, if you haven't seen the uh, the Wu Tang uh, American Saga or whatever on Hulu, on Hulu, tough fire. Go check out the show. It's actually fire flame uh-huh. spitters. It gives you a great look at this. They're probably the greatest hip hop group of all time. So that's my number five. All right, coming in at number four for Dev on my top five greatest hip hop albums of all time. I mean. You got my, you got my, you got my music turned all the way up, so I could, I could, I could play something for the people real quick. Go, 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 shorty, it's your birthday. We gon' party like it's your birthday. We gon' sip a party like it's your birthday. Y'all know the lyrics. You know we don't give a don't play with me. Coming in at number four for me. One of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. Get Rich or Die Trying, 50 Cent, is one of the greatest of all time. Here's what people don't understand. There's so many classics on this album that you know about them, but what you don't realize is that they were all on the same album. And I know that confuses people because 50 had a a, a, a time in his life where he was amazing. He was coming out with song after song, dropping hit after hit. You never stopped hearing his name. He was doing tour. Eminem brought him up. So Eminem took his followers, threw him to 50, which boosted his career even more. Like, tell me this, Dave. Well, you know, I know you know hip-hop music pretty well. Did you know that this song was also on the album, too? I don't know what you heard about me. Okay. It's easy, y'all. Fire. Right? And then, and then, he, he had, he had something for the ladies, too, on here. Come on, man. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me, man. Stop playing with me, man. And then we talked about this before. We talked about this before. And Jay-Z did this. And we talked about it in the past. He put a diss track on this. Come on, man. I could go on and on and on about this album. This album is fire and people need to give it the respect it deserves because it has so many classic songs on this album. I just played y'all four. This is a whole 19 track album of fire. 
Stop playing. I understand it's 50. I understand his second album flopped. But Get Rich or Die Trying is amazing. If you haven't heard it, please throw it on this week. While you're working out, while you're at your job, whatever you're doing, throw it out. This album is amazing. Get Rich or Die Trying coming in at number four for me. All right. Coming in at number four for me. No back, no fight, which I, I you respect it. I get it. Hey, listen. I respect that. That was... For like a solo artist, that might be the best debut yeah, hip hop album. That was his debut hip hop album. Hip hop debut solo album for an artist. The, that took the world by storm. Always gonna respect that. And like you said, front to back, immaculate. <laughs> senor. Coming in at number four for me. I'm actually gonna throw a curveball here. Okay. But I got I got the explanation for it. Okay. I'm gonna play I'm gonna play the best song from this album. Okay. If <laughs> I already know. <laughs> stay, this is a curveball. I would only be in your way, so I'll go. But I know. Mm, it's easy, in your. <laughs> I'll think of you. Every step the way. Are you waiting for the high note? <laughs> Just let the beat drop. And I. <laughs> will love you. You're gonna have some explaining to do, Dave. Dave, coming in at number four is the soundtrack. Album from the Bodyguard <laughs> by Whitney Houston. She's fire. And soundtrack from the movie The Bodyguard by that's starring Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner. <laughs> now here's why. Okay. Okay. I want to give this album special recognition because it's a soundtrack for a movie. So the fact that it's a soundtrack and it has one of the most iconic songs of all time is enough for me. But also, going back to my point, my premise on the whole top albums, whatever, it needs to have multiple hits. And when you run down this album track list, okay. I Will Always Love You is one of the biggest songs of all time, mm-hmm. obviously, right? As mm-hmm. soon as I played it, you knew what it was, what it was hitting for. Yeah. But you also got I Have Nothing. Mm. I'm Every Woman. Ooh. But wait, Come isn't on, Dad. That's a, that's a, um, that's a, uh, she redid that though, right? That's not her original song, is it? No, yeah, it's a remake. It's a remake, right? right. Okay, okay. Whatever you want, whatever you need, anything you want done, baby, I'll do it. Natural. Ladies and gentlemen of the Cruise Control Pod. You are tuned in <laughs> to the sultry sounds of your brother Dave Cruz. As you taking your BJ shots and his kooky sidekick, Devin Cruz. <laughs> Put your blow drop shots in the air right now. Let's go! <laughs> Introducing the Tomb Star! <laughs> <laughs> At porn guard, Michael Jordan! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Come on, Dad. As shooting guard, Daffy Duck. <laughs> Dad. The bodyguard soundtrack was Fire Flames. Dude. Yo, the only reason I'm not. I ain't even finished. Run to you. The only reason I'm not banging with this John Davis because after you get done with Whitney Houston's part, then you go into Lisa Stansfield someday. What the heck? Curtis Stingers? What's so funny about peace, love, and unity? They have all these Jones' hits. Play one. <laughs> Played at the end when the credits are rolling. <laughs> you lost That's all that is. Every soundtrack need that. Dave, listen to That's me. That's the one bad track, man. Hi- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Dave, you killing me right now, bro. That's the one bad track, man. Dave. <laughs> Alright. That's your number four? Alright, shout out to your number four. We <laughs> I'm about to fry you up. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Coming in at number uh, three for me on my top five albums of all time. <laughs> and then we separated again. Come on, man. Stevie Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life. I- Come on, Pop. Is this original Stevie? I know Luther did a, a remake of it. I see this is original. Strolling the summer days of imaginings in my head. And words from my heart told only to the winds felt even without being said. I don't want to go. This battle is over, David. It's over, dude. Listen to me. Songs in the Key of Life. Not only was that album considered or on the top, um, was one of the top albums on, on Rolling Stone's list, it is widely considered one of the greatest albums of all time. Knocks Me Off My Feet, Sir Duke, Pastime Paradise. Obviously, you played Isn't She Lovely in the beginning. And and, and and let's not get this twisted, people. Pastime Paradise was so tough that Coolio made a remix to it, gave you Gangster's Paradise, and also made another tough song. So this Pastime Paradise was tough squared that it was able to then make another song amazing. I just can't get past how tough this album is. Dave, this is a two-disc album. And I think you got to listen to every song on every disc. Because <laughs> that's how tough this album is. How you drop a two-disc album and have no skips? Explain to me. How is Stevie able to do this? This is madness. 
and he could see. <laughs> you know, you know they say he be lying about his sight. <laughs> you ever seen them catch the microphone? <laughs> Stevie Wonder could see. Damn, you dumb. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm I'm dumb, Dave. Do y'all not hear Gangsters Paradise? Yo, first, this is how cool are you tough to make this job? <laughs> this is tough though. How your song inspire another great song. Yes, easy in your. I just. How your song so tough that it inspired another platinum song. Songs in the key of life coming at a number three for me. Stevie Wonder, classic album, unskippable. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense since you was uh, definitely born around that time and you know everything there is to know about that album. So yeah, because I could listen to music that's on Spotify just like so I pulled it up. To you, I know that really took you back to your childhood. <laughs> I like how mad you are that I can listen to music now. Hey, yo, Jerry Chestnut, I put my fucking dick on your chestnut. Dave, this is satanic bullshit. Coming in at number three for me. This is where we separate. Okay. Because, yeah, because you already... You, I'm about to hit you with the stinger splash. You was already underneath the ground with that uh, Whitney Houston, John. Because she is she was tough, and then you just went to the um the Soul Train sisters and um, yeah, Isaac well, Stanfield. Yeah, this Soul Train brother right here? Who's this? Shoot. I was It always makes me laugh because he says it makes me feel like, and then he just makes a noise. <laughs> he doesn't even. Doesn't even tell you what it makes them feel like. Got a lot of power. <laughs> it makes me feel like that. It, it makes me feel like that. <laughs> I can't hate. I can't. Hey, man. I can't hate, they Coming in at number three for me. No way I can hate on this, bro. Michael's 1979 album, Off the Wall. Fire. You got Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Rock with you. Get on the floor. <laughs> She's out of my life. Oh my god. I can't help it. Burn his disco out. <sighs> Can I continue? <laughs> uh, stop. <laughs> Just throw in the damn towel. <laughs> Jesus. We need to get that on the soundboard. Apollo Creed's trainer's hand throwing the damn towel. <laughs> we are gonna get that. Jesus. Yeah, I always told myself, like, what if you was in the booth with Michael Jackson or somebody tough was creating an album like this? <laughs> what do you do? I mean, as he's singing this right now, I'm like... They're going to have to stop recording. Are you going to step out the booth to make that noise? Or are you going to stay in the booth? <laughs> mess up the track. I'm going to mess up that take. <laughs> David, shut up. <laughs> David. <laughs> Fire. That's my number three, man. Fire. All right. That's, I can't, I'm not going to argue with Michael Jackson. That's unarguable. Coming in at number two for me. (laughs) 
Now, Dave, Why you, you laughing so hard? Because you know, you know, that's there's only one artist who I laugh like that for an artist who has probably six to seven, uh, five or six unskippable albums. Are you are you picking up what I'm putting down right now, Dave? I don't know. Let's hear it. <sighs> I guess I gotta hit you. I guess I gotta hit you like this, bro. Work it, make it, do it, makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. Yeah, nah, 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 that, that don't kill Listen. Can only make us stronger. I need you to hurry up now, cause I can't wait much There's longer. I know I got to be right now, cause I can't get much stronger. Man, I've been waiting all night now. That's how long I've been on ya. Let's get lost tonight. You could be my black Kate Moss tonight. Play secretary on the ball tonight. And you don't give a fuck what they all say, right? Awesome, the Christian and Christian. Coming in at number two for me. Graduation. Kanye West. Dave, listen. Listen to me. To me, you spoke earlier about how an album has to have a good five to six songs you said right was that your point my thing on albums is albums have to have a good run if that makes any sense so when you have a great album and you call it unskippable that means that from track one to say there's 13 tracks from track one to track 10 there's just a run of songs that you not only can't skip but you have to repeat david cruz jr listen to me pop Good. The album starts off with Good Morning. Mm-hmm. The album starts off with Good Morning. Then the album goes into Champion. Then it hits you with Stronger. Then I Wonder. Then Good Life. Then Can't Tell Me Nothing. Then Barry Bonds. Then Drunken Hot Girls. Then Flashing Lights. Then Everything I Am. Then The Glory. Then Homecoming. Then Big Brother. <laughs> Praise the Lord with a Krabby Patty. Are you kidding me, Dave? At what point of, of 1 through 14 do you skip? Well, what song do you like? You know what? I'm not really banging with this drum right now. I got to turn it off. And, you know, I got to I gotta get into something else. I'm not... This track not doing it for me, Dev. Is it, it can't be flashing lights. It can't be flashing lights. That's, that's one of his... You it know what's better than that? What? What is that? The Curtis sisters? That's Curtis Tigers. <laughs> What's so funny about Peace Love? Is that your number four? Yes. Is that the bodyguard? Come on, son. Put me back up. Let me let me counter that with this right here. Let me counter that with this right here. La, 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 wait till I get my money. Mm, it's easy, I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I spent that on a nigga. <laughs> I don't even have to I don't even have to argue I don't even have to You know what I mean I don't even have to Do I have to Do, do you want me to play another one? Okay <laughs> This beat down to number two Do you want me to play another one? 
because I don't think you do. Coming in at number two for me, Kanye West, The Graduation. Again, this artist right here has classic albums. I'm talking Graduation, Late Registration, um, 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 I, I, uh, uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I mean, he even did Watch the Throne with Jay-Z, a classic album. Come on, man. Even 808 and Heartbreaks, which wasn't that his best, has still great beats and, and things. <laughs> Kanye West is amazing. Graduation is probably his best album of all time, in my opinion. That's why it sits at number two for me. What's your number two album of all time, Dave? Coming in at number two for me. Okay. This is when you're going to pull out the Beach Boys. For me, oh my god, of course, I hate you. We're back to back, MJ. This is thriller, the best Michael Jackson album of all time. Death, I'll put it simply, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like overemphasize my point, mm-hmm. but the only song that's even like the weakest link, I should say, on this album is none, <laughs> baby, be mine. And otherwise, like, there's actually... So this album got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine songs. There's eight classics. <laughs> and one, like, good song. <laughs> That's weird. That's actually weird. Yeah. I don't know how you have eight classics and your song consi- and your album consists of Yo, nine songs. <laughs> let me just run, run them down. Please. Wanna be starting something. Baby Be Mine, track two. The Girl Is Mine. That the girl is mine is classic though. It's classic. Thriller. <laughs> Beat it. <laughs> this song, Billy Jean. Mm-hmm. Human Nature. <laughs> PYT. <laughs> the Lady in My Life. There's eight classic songs and one good song. <laughs> That's my number two. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do all of our beats, all of Why our soundboards. <laughs> Acoustic. Because you got the soundboard in front of you. I gotta do it all. <laughs> Dev, you have a set you have access to the sound pad. But I can't play it from here. You can yes, only you play can. it from there. Let me see. That. Stupid, yo. Y'all don't know, man. But that's a that's a tough number two. And um I I why 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 argue with you when I can join with you? Coming in my number one mm. is Thriller. Now, I, was, I was in a bind. I was in a bind, and I'm going to tell people why I was in a bind. Mm-hmm. It, for me, bad and Thriller, tough. Like... Michael Jackson's album Bad I'm just trying to make sure you guys understand not the song the song Bad is tough but his album Bad has probably my favorite song top top five favorite song of all time which is Smooth Criminal 
Smooth criminal, Sue criminal by Michael Jackson, flawless. Agreed. Yeah, Sue criminal by Smooth criminal by Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, Smooth criminal, flawless song. Uh-huh. Amazing song. That's my favorite song of Michael Jackson of all time. But then I, you know, I just started thinking, and I started like thinking about like what's on this album, and then like, you know, I just I, I had to I had to you know. This is what I was thinking in my mind right here. What he's saying. With my number two, cause good life. This is the this is the from good life. Right. I mean, if we wanted to, we could do a whole episode on Thriller. <laughs> we could just go through number one no, through seriously. number nine and be like, "Yo, this is why this song it's is about tough." As flawless an album as there is, I think it is. Only reason I put it number two is because this this next number one song, I feel like front to back. Is the most complete and best album ever of all time. Of all time, for me, that's why. I'm okay, it yeah, yeah. Because but, if you got something better than Thriller, Dave, like I need to be convinced. Because Thriller is you, you said it yourself. This is nine nine track album. Eight of the tracks are pro- probably all nine are platinum, but eight of these are probably like quadruple platinum or something like that. Just Fire Flames album. Every single song. So you need something. You need something a little bit better, Dave. You need something right, a little bit better. Coming in at number one for me. This is my top album of all time. This is Dave Dave Stone's top five hundred albums. This is my number one. <laughs> okay. appropriate that we had the cold conversation about Meek Mill's album cover and we referenced that this album had some really controversial album art but obviously the music that this man put out overshadowed 
any other controversy that had to come out about this. Death. This is a flawless album. From front to back. I sent this bitch a picture of my dick. From front to back, you know this album don't got no skips. That's the problem. See the 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 Michael John as as beautiful as Thriller is, and yes, like Thriller as a song and some of those other songs are significantly. You, you could argue some like are significantly more popular than Kanye's songs on here. But as a complete project, I mean death. I'm so gifted at finding what I don't like, like the most. Gorgeous, featuring Raekwon, who was both in our, who was both our number five. Remember the Wu Tang Clan. I mean, should I go here though? If you don't really care, two hands in the air. If you don't really care, it's like that sometimes. I mean, I think, ridiculous. It's like that sometimes. I think this is the only song that when the artist commands me to do something, I actually do it. Like when he said, you literally just put your hands in the air. Both my hands in the air. It's like that Because I don't really care. This is my favorite song in Let's just be dropping real quick. I'm so bald, bald and bald, bald and Donald Trump taking dollars from y'all. Baby, you're fired, your girlfriend and don't even get me started on arguably the best female verse of all time in hip-hop don't even get me started this is arguably the best female verse in hip-hop arguably and the, and the sped up version is way better <laughs> Can you you want fast forward to Nicki Minaj first real quick? Oh, we already did that. We 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 that we verse done, that verse we done did that before. But that, that verse fire. I mean, I just this album is a work of art, a masterpiece. And if you haven't, if if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't listened to this album, go give it a listen. Open it up with your objective ears, and I promise you, I promise you. You're going to say it's better than anything Bob Dylan ever did. <laughs> what if Bob Dylan was singing this part? <laughs> this is actually kind of how he sounds. Dead in a man. And Dylan is still. Yo, you know. <laughs> you know what I laughing at the other day I was um, I was looking up Kanye West lyrics mm-hmm. and I think in, in, in Monster he says uh, he says um, she gets great head I think she got a or she got a swallow ship instead of a scholarship <laughs> what was that Never, you never knew what a swallowship was. That was you never did a blowjob shot. I mean, all right, all right. I, I could pick, I could pick apart this album, though. I could pick apart this. No album. need to. I could pick apart this album. Who will survive in America? That's only like a minute. You feel me? Uh, people skip that. And that's just the boy saying, "Who will survive in America? <laughs> Who will survive in America?" That's not even a. But it's a part of the experience, the listening experience. I mean, like, all right. Def, don't 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 feel like arguing it. How about we just close out our top five? 
I just want people vote. I just want to play more songs. <laughs> well, have the people vote. I just want to hear more of this album right now. I want to have this. We're gonna vibe out. We're gonna close the episode out, and we're gonna vibe out. But listen, follow us at Cruz underscore Control Pod on yes, Instagram. On Instagram, follow Dave at Dave Cruz two six seven. Yes. Follow me at Dev Food D E V P H O O. If not, follow us on Facebook Dev Cruz Dave Cruz, or now you can follow the Cruise Control Podcast page on Facebook. Just type in Cruise Control Pod. Vote for me. We back top five. Top five. No more guests. No more fans. We love y'all. But it's just me and Dave. Let's get it, bro. Put your blowjob shots in the air. Let's go. I'm